the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Picture Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Tuesday, uh, the the day after UConn, uh, the National Chips. Wow. They were impressive. Uh, as a guy that uh, coached basketball for a couple of decades, I can tell you that was an extremely impressive performance. Congratulations uh, to UConn and uh, March Madness, I guess. We can say it's officially over now. Unfortunately, uh, it didn't stop the madness. A huge rally in gold and silver this morning. Uh, gold's up almost $40, uh, 2020 uh, you heard that right, 2020 approaching all-time record highs. Silver is up a dollar in change right now, above $25 to the ounce. Uh, we had a, a bunch of economic data come out we'll cover. We had Jamie Dimon reminding everybody, as I've been, listen, this banking crisis is not over. It's far from over. Uh, and I think J.B. Diamond had it right when he said, hey, it's going to take years before we get through all of this. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592, the physical delivery of what we like to call wealth insurance, gold and silver. It is what we do. The website at allamericangold.com. And Jason, it kind of happened quick this morning, and this is just how these markets tend to work, isn't it? Uh, one minute, everything's calm. Uh, the next minute, a couple of economic data points come out, and, and all of a sudden, uh, you, you get another big leg up. That's right, and you, you never know when it's, when it's, uh, what it's going to do from day to day, but uh, ever since those few mid-sized regional banks failed, it's just... <laughs> It's it's sort of reacting the the way it's supposed to. People are a little freaked out. Money is moving, and and there's a lot of uh, heartburn in the markets, Joe. And it's 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 interesting to watch as as gold spot doesn't want to go up, but it's being drugged up by the physical price. It's it might be the first time I've really seen the physical price really dragging the paper price up the way it's doing. It's it's the, you know it's it's kind of nice to see, but it's also for anybody that wants to buy. It's it's telling you a big fat message, which is you better get it and get it right while you can. Well, it's this yeah, price. So, yeah. So just to let everybody know right now, uh, silver half dollars are unobtainium right now. Uh, as a matter of fact, the world's largest wholesaler was offering premiums above silver eagles on half dollars and couldn't get them. Uh, couldn't get, they, they were trying to buy, of course, they, they buy, you know, 10, 20, 30 bags at a time if they could get their, their hands on it. Uh, I will also tell you that we are down to our last supplier on 10th ounce American gold eagles and U.S. silver eagles. Uh, any large quantity 
uh, we will be putting you on hold or telling you we'll call you back uh, to let you know uh, if we can physically lock those products in. So th- those are next, you know, and again, we've been warning you now for the last couple of weeks that this was going to start happening here. Uh, so the, the half dollars went first uh, this morning, the largest wholesaler in the world, and they're, they're huge. Huge. When, when I tell you they're huge, I'm talking. You know, they're 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 bigger than Sotheby's. Uh, you know, Christie's. I mean, they're they're one of the largest auction. I think they're the second largest auction house in the entire world. This is a company that they do uh, everything from uh, sports memorabilia to Civil War memorabilia. Uh, sport. You know, baseball card collections. Uh, the art, right? Van Goghs and. All of these things, they also are the biggest gold player in the world. Uh, Jason, they took Silver Eagles and 10th ounce and they just took them right off. Said, nope, don't call us for them because uh, we don't have them. So, again, if you're looking uh, to get in on, on those items, uh, the sooner probably the better because it looks like uh, as as everything is going on here, not only uh, do the premiums, and obviously look at, I mean, silver's up a dollar today. Uh, the premiums keep rising, uh, but availability, Jason, just becomes less and less. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 with the way you talk about half dollars over the last week or two is astounding because it really is going the way of the Morgan and Peace dollars, you know. We haven't had circulating half dollars in this country in years and years and years. They make them at the mint for some collectors, and they're fun. But, but they, uh, you know, those half dollars going away. I mean, I, I do see the day. Maybe it's maybe this happening this year. Maybe twenty twenty three is the year where half dollars are just going to be. Hey, you can get them, but you're going to pay a lot more than quarters and dimes. I mean, I mean, two rolls of dimes has essentially the same silver as a roll of half dollars, and the price difference is just getting wider and wider. Just like those mortgages and peace dollars, Joe, which I would love. Those are one of the most fun things to sell in my mind. I love the mortgages and peace dollars. I, you know, once in a while, Joe, are trying to figure out how you're trying to figure out what to sell. I, I try to get those out there, but you know, half dollars are going to be the next one, Joe. Yeah, and, and again, uh, Morgan and peace dollars—they're just we can get them. We can, boy, they just cost a whole. T- uh, they just cost a lot, right? And 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 that's really uh, what we're seeing here as as gold has crested. Uh, 2000 today up 37 right now, 2021. So 2000, I call it up 38, 2022. Silver's up over a dollar here, 2505. Uh, Wall Street is down a couple of hundred points, uh, as, uh, we had some very soft economic data come in. And now all of a sudden, a lot of people saying that the Fed is going to start cutting before 2023 is over when we get back i'll share the data with you and tell you hey here's here's what we can be selling today as far as gold and silver we'll be back right after the break 800-951-0592 patriot radio news hour joe and jason uh on this tuesday uh gold is now at the highs of the day here up 40 uh 2024 silver's up about a dollar dollar five here or so twenty five oh five and uh the big news so there was first 
Jamie Dimon was out on TV about the banking crisis. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, we did have two pieces of economic data. The first one was U.S. factory orders. Of course, we kind of had a feeling after yesterday's ISM number that this one was going to be a, a pretty weak number. Uh, February, the decline uh, picked up steam uh, down seven-tenths of a percent. Uh, they were only expecting... Five-tenths of a percent. The problem was they even went back to January, revised that even lower. Uh, so the number was was substantially less than what they were expecting. Uh, U.S. factory orders now uh, the slowest since February of 2021. Core factory orders, uh, they were down three-tenths of a percent. Uh, same thing, you know. As far as what's happening uh, on the January numbers, those got revised lower. So, so that didn't help. And then we got the jolts number. Uh, we don't talk a lot about the jolts number, but it comes out once a month. And this is a company that that tracks job openings. Now, there's a lot of sand in this number. There are companies out there that willingly tell. Matter of fact, you know why we know there's a lot of sand in this number? Because Indeed, you know the job posting board Indeed, right? That's probably where the the main place uh, people post their resume. It's the main place where companies go to try to find uh, certain talents out there. They just laid off 30% of their staff. The number one reason given is a lot of these companies, well, they, they post job openings that they really don't have. They're just collecting resumes. But, Jason... Even still, the number that came in down almost 700,000 jobs. So companies wiped out 700,000 jobs. It's the first time that job openings fell below 10 million since May of 2021. So almost a two-year low in the jolts number, and that was enough. Uh, it, it got gold and silver running. Uh, it got a lot of people now saying, okay, we are going to see rate cuts in 2023. And, and Jason, I don't think either one of these data points would be enough to make any of that happen. But I think that I, I know this. Wall Street knows. That they need job, they, that they need rate cuts. That's what they know. Anything that they can support that premise, uh, they're gonna call that a good thing. But it, it, it doesn't mean it's going to happen, but, but I'll say this, I don't think it matters. What matters is what Jamie Dimon was talking about. This banking crisis is far from over. Uh, I think they're gonna, again, they want to raise one more time. That's what they want. They want to raise in May one more time uh, before they stop. The problem is the last rate hike was already a policy mistake. Another one's just going to add to it. But again, you know what? There is no good answer for them, is there, right? Whether they do, don't, uh, it doesn't matter. They hike rates, don't hike rates, lower rates. All of them, believe it or not, in some fashion or another, is probably going to be a policy mistake. Yeah, Joe, it's interesting. We, we've talked many times about, uh, you know, bank runs and, and what they look like in the past and, and what that bank run was just a few weeks ago, you know, Silicon Valley Bank, you know, it, it was a bank run. And 
we talk about how you know the, all fiat currencies go to zero, and you know to destroy the the dollar or however it ends up uh, when we when things you know get to a digital currency. Uh, the bank run might be more not really necessarily people going to move their money out of the banks because really you know, there's you get to the point where where are you going to move it right you know just the big banks is that your only option which it looks like it but the runs end up being banks versus other banks that's where the crisis gets bad this is this is why there's so many people freaking out in the financial heads of the world because when banks start pulling money from other banks or banks start walking away from from riskier banks. You know, this is what really gets the uh, gets the dominoes falling really fast. Joe, it's, it's not just a couple of large depositors at a regional bank. It's it's these banks and their deposits with each other, their investments with each other. That when they start pulling money from each other, liquidity freezes, and, and you have a banking nightmare. And that's that's why the Fed had that that over the weekend uh, emergency meeting, right, Joe? They said, "Oh, we're looking at a few banks." I bet they were looking at two or three or four, five, maybe five hundred banks, Joe. They they know they know what they're doing. I think they just Act like yeah. they don't. Yeah, the well, and again, it's the unrealized losses, and and it, it's it's really you know when we talk about the the Ponzi scheme that we have, and and by design, this is what fiat money is. I'm not making some grandiose statement here. Fiat money by design is nothing more than a piece of paper with some color on it, right? Some design. That's that's really what it is. There's no uh, intrinsic value to it, right? I mean, you could go to Staples and buy uh, uh, copy paper, you know, by by the pallet if you wanted. I mean, right? There's plenty of paper out there. Uh, they, these particular ones have different designs and small-headed presidents, big-headed presidents, uh, green money, uh, blue stripes, right, gold uh, tinting, right, all this stuff. They just, But there's nothing behind it, right? And all you have is that perceived value. And right now what we have, Jason, is a, a loss of confidence, and what the value of that fiat money is going to be. And when you look at inflation, listen, the gallon of milk or the gallon of gas or the $20 gold piece, they didn't change. Now, the box of cereal may have changed, right? The the, the potato chips may have changed, right? Because what did they do? They took some out, right? But I'm still, a gallon of gas is a gallon of gas. gallon of milk is a gallon of milk. $20 gold piece $20 gold piece. What changed was the amount of worthless colored paper you have to pay to get it. And right now, that's really what fiat money is, is they create money out of thin air. That's how it works. And this is why they all know. This is exactly, believe believe it or not, when I say, oh, it's a policy or policy, it really isn't. Because by design, this is what fiat money is supposed to do. It's an inflationary thing. They just made up 2% to kind of make you feel good. It should be no percent. Right? Why, why should it be worth less at all? What do you mean 2%? And of course, now we know we're, we're, we're getting way more than 2%. But, Jason, it always goes to zero. Matter of fact, listen, they've been trying this. I think we're closing in on a thousand years now. 
on fiat. I think I think we just passed a thousand years, right? Because I want to say Ming Dynasty, uh, maybe like twelve hundred, uh, you know, something like that, twelve thirteen hundred. So we've been doing this a thousand years, and guess what? Every single time you're talking about uh, fiat money is throwing a perfect game. Right? You know, to use a, a sports analogy, right? They're throwing a perfect game. They're throwing a no-hitter. They're throwing a no-no. Because guess what? It's supposed to go to zero. And Jason, we're coming up, aren't we, when they talk about this digital money, this is what they're really talking Hey, by the way, uh, that Federal Reserve note, yeah, that's going away. Why? Well, because it really doesn't have any value anymore. It doesn't buy anything. So now we're going to trick you and give you the next version of fiat money that's their plan that's right joe and and uh, i was watching uh, an old mike maloney clip he was you know talking about what's getting ready to happen he's 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 way ahead on his predictions but i like this one thing he talked about his father and, and it's so it's not just the fiat currency and that there's a federal reserve it's it's what they're doing they're, they have the ability to steal from you this is one of the things i i i just despise the most he, he had the the case of his father and showed his father's tax returns in 1955, okay? And it was uh, $9,800 is what he earned. And he had federal income tax of 1200 So he, he cleared, you know, 8600 bucks. He also looked at the housing medium price in the area he lived in California. In 1950, it was uh, uh, 6500 And in 1960, it was 10500 So he's like, well, we'll just, you know, we'll, the median house price in 1955 was $8,500. He's like, look, it doesn't sound like a lot of money, but that, that $8,600 he cleared bought a house. He says, now, you know, and this, is six, this is six years, seven years ago. This, this is an older video. He's like, the median home price in, in this part of California is $360,000. Any of you out there earning $360,000? Yeah, there are, there are people that earn that much. I get it. But, Joe, the vast majority of the people, I think he was working in a, in a, in a hardware store, I think is what his dad was doing. Buying a house with his one-year annual uh, wage, we don't. You don't have that anymore. This, this is why you put yourself in gold and silver. The only thing that will keep up with their shenanigans, their their rip-off game that they put us in, Joe. Yeah, and and it's and it's now uh, affecting the banking system. Really, simply put, the central bank with their idiotic policies. And again, it, it's hard to it, it's hard for me to say that, man, the, these are policy mistakes because how did they not know? You can't have interest rates at zero for 15 years, and all these banks they're buying 10, 20, and 30 year bonds, right? They introduced and think about this because the debt was getting so big, they didn't even have a 20 year bond. They had to bring that out during the financial crisis as another way to sell more debt, and then told all the banks to buy them. Buy all these long-dated maturities. And now they're going to crumble under that. Uh, matter of fact, there was a study that got released a couple of weeks ago uh, on, on March uh, the 13th. And, and unfortunately, they only could go back to the end of the year. So they went back 
to the December 2022, because, you know, you got to think about this. All the banks have their quarterly earnings, uh, all of their, like their 10K filings and all this other stuff. So, so you got to, you, you have to use that. That's the most current data available. And here's what they came to, Jason. The study that took a deeper look at the unrealized losses that banks were likely holding. They said that the study revealed a much bigger problem than what the FDIC was estimating. At the time, the FDIC thought they were sitting on $620 billion of losses. And I'm like, man, I didn't hear the FDIC come out and say that to anybody. Did you? I mean, I do this for a living. Jason does this for a living. We watch this stuff. I didn't see that. But guess what they found? They said, dude, that's ridiculous. According to our data, the unrealized losses weren't $620 billion. Jason, $1.7 trillion was the number. And guess what? The Fed has hiked rates twice since then. So I got to imagine these unrealized losses are even bigger. I guess we're going to have to see where the inflation numbers are. Uh, we were looking up the uh, CPI coming out soon because, uh, because yeah, it, it's very likely uh, they'll they'll at least stop raising the rates. It looks like they're going to have to with the way things are moving. It's, I'm, I'm joining you. Uh, they, they, when it gets bad enough, they they have to change it. They're going to have to, but. Uh, First, they'll stop raising it, and then we'll see. We'll see if they lower it. And it, it just depends on how much emergency is in the cycle, Joe. It just, it just, we'll see. I mean, they want to fight inflation. So if the, if the inflation stays high, it's going to be, it's going to be a wild rest of 2023. But if, if the inflation kind of comes down, Joe, I can see a lower the rates easily because I'll feel like they beat the inflation. Well, we'll watch it all play out together. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason, we'll be right back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour. A quick look here at the markets. Uh, the Dow is down two hundred and twenty-six. The S and P is down twenty-three. The Nasdaq's down eighty-five. Uh, gold's up thirty-seven right now. Twenty twenty-one. Silver is up ninety cents right now. Twenty-four ninety-two. This market update. Brought to you by our friends at Y Refi. Uh, you've heard us talking about them, right? And especially uh, now uh, when we're looking at do we have just a simple fiat problem, right? This isn't new. Uh, Jason and I, we talk about, hey, they're in a box. There's no good choice here. Raise rates, don't raise rates, lower rates, fight inflation, don't fight inflation, uh, recession, all of that stuff. If you're tired of it, you don't want to worry about it. If you're worried uh, about uh, your money in Wall Street, you can take an existing IRA. As, you know, The minimum is $50,000. Everybody, you guys know that, got to have $50,000 minimum. But you can get up to 10.25% return. And, Jason, you decide the length. If you want to go a year, hey, I'm going to give my 50 grand for a year. We're going to, they're going to give you six and a quarter. You can go all the way to five years. At five years, they give you 10.25%. But here's the great part. There's no fees. Well, what if, you know what, something happened. You know what, guys, I I, I just need my money back. right? I, I can't honor my time commitment. There is no penalty. You're going to get your full amount 
back to you. Whatever you invested, if you needed it early, they'll give it all back to you, that original investment back to you. Check them out, investyrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com, or simply call them at 888-Y-REFI-24. Jason, the other big news of the day uh, came from Jamie Dimon, uh, the, obviously the, the CEO of the world's, well, at least the U.S.'s, because uh, there may be some Chinese banks that are bigger, but I'm not sure. But the biggest bank in the United States, but by far, uh, J.P. Morgan Chase, uh, in his annual uh, financial shock, I guess, the, the annual letter, as they like to call it, the current crisis is not yet over. Even when it's behind us, there will be repercussions for years to come. And, and, and I think that's a very true statement. This is a very, uh, it's not a very complicated problem because as we know, here, here, it, it's simple. You bought these long dated maturities at zero percent, half of a percent, one percent. They're now, you know, we got a Fed funds rate of almost 5%. You're sitting on automatic losses, and, and these unrealized losses, when do they become realized? Well, they become realized when you have a bank run. They become realized uh, when your deposits are under pressure. They become realized when your commercial real estate loans all go bust, and you need to raise cash because the only way to raise it is to sell those securities. And Jason, as um, Norio Rabini pointed out, hey, listen, we've done the math. It's at least a $1.7 trillion problem. And my, my guess is, Jason, it's probably bigger than that. Yeah, you know, we never get the, uh, you never get the truth from what's really happening. It's, you know, that's why, uh, that's why they don't actually report these things. You know, Janet Yellen, for example, she said, well, you know, I'll go back to that. Uh, we're looking at a few banks. Really? Which banks are you looking at, right, Joe? Tell us how bad it is. What, what are you actually looking at? How, uh, what are you doing? What are you going to do to try to, 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 to fix this, right? So, yeah, it absolutely, I think, is worse than what, what you're reporting, Joe. I think it's, it's always worse, isn't it? Isn't it always worse? And they just try to put a, put a Band-Aid over a knife wound? Isn't that kind of what we're looking at? <laughs> Putting Band-Aids over knife wounds, right? Yeah, I mean, that's really kind of, you know, that's, that's a pretty good uh, analogy when you think about what what it is that is happening here. And uh, you know what? I just got to the Financial Times is now uh, reporting that several commodity producers are being offered Chinese renembis instead of dollars. Uh, and these are above and beyond. So we've talked about the agreements with Brazil. We know about Russia. We're talking about Saudi Arabia. We know the deal that was struck uh, for that liquefied natural gas. And, and what was that? It was either the UAE or Qatar. I can't remember which. But according to the Financial Times now, commodity producers around the world are being offered renembis instead of dollars and said, hey, you decide. And what they're saying is these commodity producers, Jason, want to take the renembis. But right now, a lot of them uh, are having issues because they're not set up yet. 
right? They, well, we don't have a, we don't have a Renembi bank account yet, right? So, uh, kind of like what I said to people out there, listen, you can't transfer money into another bank unless you have an account at that bank. But the Financial Times is now saying, listen, this whole t- not taking dollars things is a lot bigger than what people are thinking out there. And there's a lot of commodity producers that are in the process of getting their accounts open so they can start settling trades in Renembis. Jason, again, this is just another one of these signs about, you know, what we talk about with the money. This is, this is when it starts coming to an end. When, when other people, other companies are like, you know, man, I got a, I got a lot of these dollars. You know, I, I got a lot. And some of these, they may have had accounts at Silicon Valley Bank, or maybe they had an account at First Republic, or maybe they have an account at, at, at Comerica or BMO Harris or some of these other, you know, they're not, you know, not to fail banks out there, and, and they've gotten worried, and now they're out there saying, you know what, yeah, I think we're going to open an account because, I think I'd rather have something other than dollars. And listen, that's why people, why do you buy gold? Well, you want to take some of those dollars and turn it into something that isn't dollars. Yeah, gold is the ultimate place to to, to get out of currency and, and put it into money. You know, gold is, and silver is money. Renimbis and dollars is currency. you got to know the difference. It's, it's, that stuff is not money. Gold and silver is money. You know, a, a, a commodity or a thing that you trade with something else is, is what money should be. Money is a cow is as an is a thing that you want, or a car, or buying a house. But you use currency to trade those things back and forth, or you have money, which is gold and silver, which is you know it's a commodity that acts as the in between. And you know, unfortunately, Joe we used to he used to have the coins. You could just do it with the actual gold coins. We sell the pre thirty three gold coins. That's what you're supposed to be using, but unfortunately, you know, the the Fed decided to take care of that. You know, in 1933, FDR got rid of that, right, Joe? And so now you have to do it yourself. The responsibility is in your hands. You used to be able to save it in gold. There was no inflation. Now you got to get the gold and take care of the inflation, Joe. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Jason and I will be right back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, we're tracking some things right now. I've got uh, Brittany on the phone here. Um, another uh, supplier is zeroing out products uh, as we speak. I'll say this: uh, twenty dollar gold. I mean, we're well over twenty five hundred dollars now. Twenty five hundred and thirty. Uh, matter of fact, I've got a mistake online. I got, I'm gonna, I'll fix that mistake online. Uh, they're a little hot, too high online. I'll, I'll get that fixed. I apologize. Uh, but today, I've got $110 liberties, and then I have no more. And what I mean by that, and I'll just lay it out for you here, $1,230. So still way cheaper than, t- uh, t- two tens, way cheaper than a 20. But here's the problem. On the hundred and first one, this is how bad things get. Twelve seventy will be the price of ten dollar liberties after this. So buy them, and and if you want to buy them all, buy them all. You want to buy one, buy one. 
continue to put them away. Once again, gold's back at the top here, uh, up 40 bucks here, 20, 24, 2000. Uh, twenty-four dollars right now on on words that, and again, you know it's funny, and I, I just thought about this. You know, yesterday OPEC cuts over a million barrels a day, just out of, seemingly out of the blue. What did they see? What did they see? Today we got terrible economic data. Jamie Dimon talking about the banking crisis ain't over, and he knows. He knows. And the odds of a rate cut coming as early as June skyrocketed this morning. Almost doubled uh, the odds for a rate cut. by. This is just by June, Jason. And again, it may be, I hope it's not, but a lot of times it tends to be really fast. Everything's kind of, eh, we're slowing down, We're slow, but, but it's not bad. You know, things are okay. You know, how many times have I said, hey, here in town, things look pretty good. Yeah, maybe it's a little slower. You know, the guys are, yeah, I'm down from last year, but I'm glad because last year was too much, right? I, I didn't have enough help, and I've got enough help now, and, and things are slowed down a little bit. But we know how this economy tends to work. All of a sudden, it's like everything just stops all at once. And it kind of feels like everyone's getting in position for that to happen. Yeah, yeah, Joe. If, depending on the situation and how things move, yeah, the rate, let's face it, Joe. Something bad goes on next week. That's tremendously bad. You start seeing the, uh, the cliff for everything falling off. And they'll, they'll they'll lower the rates next week. You know we know they can do that. You know they wait for their meetings and their prescribed times. And it looks very organized. Looks like there's no panic at all. But we know what can happen. Yet not only can they lower it in June on on their on their scheduled meeting, but they could do it. They could do it in April or May easily. It all just depends on what emergencies happen. What what are they pointing their finger at? What 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 emergency has been concocted if there is one? And how bad are the economic numbers, Joe? It's it's all just about how bad it, it's actually coming out. It is very interesting, the Financial Times talking about the volume of, and, and they're solely talking about these commodity producers. So we're probably talking, we're talking oil, we're talking uh, gas, coal, uh, wheat, soy. By the way, wheat spreads skyrocketed. Uh, apparently uh, the wheat harvest in the U.S. Uh, is not going to be what was expected uh, and then in California, think about this. They've gotten so much rain, it's so wet that the farmers can't get in the fields to plant. And they're saying that this is going to have a huge effect on, on, on food. We already know about oil prices, right? Gas is rising again. This is just this, this horrible perfect storm, uh, that, remember we started talking about the double Great Depression? Right, because we're like, hey, it's going to be a depression, but with inflationary prices, and it just seems like we're getting closer and closer to that. And I'll say this right now: if the Fed starts lowering rates, and let me tell you, if I you, if, if I was betting, that's what I'm betting. I'm betting on rate cuts before the end of the year. Matter of fact, I think there's going to be several rate cuts before the end of the year. We're going to see gold prices. I mean, we're already almost at a new all-time record, but we're 
$2,500 gold, $3,000 gold. Jason, these are all in the cards right now. I wouldn't be surprised if they raise rates again one more time or two more times. And That's I wouldn't be surprised if they lower they rates. Yeah, they yeah. want to. I won't, be, I won't be surprised if they do anything, Joe. They're, like you said, they, they, they've got only so many places to go. But you, I, I think if things get worse and things continue to get worse, it's obvious they're going to go to their, their safest play, which is print money, and get those rates down. Absolutely. That's exactly where it's going to end up. The last play they do before things really blow up is going to be that. You know, hyperinflation is always going to be printing like crazy. That's that's where that's where the end of the system ends up. So this it's going to go. I just I just know about the time. They know the timing. I don't know the timing. Okay, just got a new update here. U.S. Silver Eagles two week minimum. Two week minimum. Uh, and we're already, as I announced earlier in the show, we're down to, uh, we, we pull silver eagles from three different wholesalers and they're in three different parts. We've got an east coast, right? We, we've got a, a, like a midwest and a west coast, right? And we, we pull from all of them. We're down to the last one. They just, uh, Brittany just handed me a note here. Uh, they're, they're the last one. They're still saying they can get some. Uh, the delay is going to be two weeks, uh, so just be patient if you're looking for Silver Eagles. Again, though, the, the buy of the day, the buy of the week, it's been the buy of the week for the last two weeks, and this is it. The last $110 liberties at $1,230 at 800-951-0592. Jason and I wrapping it up. Final segment coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. With half of them are gone, just like that. One guy just bought fifty of them. Uh, we got fifty ten dollar liberties left. Um, unfortunately, our, we're down to one supplier on those. Uh, the the this this just what it is. So uh, what's going to happen here? Listen, it's not like there's no ten dollar gold pieces out there. There are. Not, it's not like there's not there. There's no 20s out there. There are. But they're just going to be, you know, what they consider to be higher graded. AUs, BUs, Mint State. Uh, and, and that just costs more. I mean, that's that's just what it is. Uh, we, we want to have, listen, our motto here, it's never changed. We want you to have the right gold at the right price. And the right gold is pre-33 in our opinion because it's the most private way to own it. Period. Period. It's the only thing our government says is a collectible, and that's a big deal. That means you can buy it, sell it, trade it, and I don't have to give you a 1099. You don't have to fill out a form. You don't have to give out your Social Security number. I don't have to have my accountant worry about it, and neither do you. You're on your honor with it. That's the part we love the best. And right now, the best buy out there are those $10 pieces. I mean, man, think about it, Jason. In the last, what, probably seven days, we've ran them almost every day. And I want to say we started at like 1180, right? And then, and then it was 1190, then it was 1200, right? 1210. Now, now it's 1230. Uh, if you want to pay more, and this is something Jason and I have been saying it all year long. If you want to pay more for your gold and silver, just wait. Because this is the, the the perfect storm for gold and silver, which is what? The, think about last year. Gold and silver were pretty flat last year. And 
the dollar had the biggest one-year rally, I think maybe ever, right? So it was outrageous, right? Because they were raising rates, and the dollar went to 120. Guess what? That wasn't because the dollar was strong, right? That was just all of the shenanigans. And now all of a sudden, Jason, these shenanigans are coming to an end. We may have the biggest drop in the dollar ever, and we're going to see that reflected in these gold and silver prices. Yeah, I mean, gold has really been moving. It's, I mean, 2023 is is uh, is going to be a big year for gold. I mean, it's, it's already a if, – if, if this was December, this would be a pretty decent year for gold already, just where it's at now. But, I, Joe, who knows? I mean, with, with the things that you're talking about and the things that are uh, appearing in front of us every week, what could the spot price be, the actual paper spot price by the end of the year? It could be a lot higher. If if, if gold spot goes from this 2000 Dollar range to let's just say twenty two fifty by the end of the year. What you know if, if it, the supply is this short? What's the what's the price you're going to pay? Four hundred, five hundred, six hundred above spot? Are you going to be paying twenty eight fifty for a twenty dollar gold piece if you have twenty two fifty spot? Right, Joe? Yeah. The the only hope is as uh, as uh, spot price goes up, as the premiums go, that we get you get some sellers. Right. That that's because uh, you can't go back and make them again. Right. I mean uh, these these coins haven't been made. Uh, the, on what, 90, 90 years plus. Most of the, the liberties, let's say, so they haven't made a liberty, what, in a, a hundred and what? I don't know, I can't even do the math in my head right now, but a, a hundred and fifteen years, something yeah. like that, right? I mean, you just, you can't go back and make them. And plus, every mint in the world is running at at least the capacity that the, 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 the disc can be made. I mean, it's, it's, Man, it's going to be one of those years. 800-951-0592. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.